Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Thursday, it's March 28th, which means it is definitely the biggest holiday of the year. 2019 and that holiday is opening day but we're here to talk some basketball there's eight games tonight uh bringing on my main man will chief justice 06 how are you doing my friend i'm doing great man um i will try to not plug in any baseball references during the nba portion that is the only promise i can make about opening day because i'm super excited Probably going to talk a little baseball when we get done with basketball. Let's just be realistic for a second. Um, I am so excited baseball is back. Everybody knows I love baseball. It's one of my favorite sports. I grew up playing baseball. So the fact that we're, we are here with opening day, you know, obviously makes it um, where I, I really, really, really can't wait for this day each and every year. Yes, I'm with you. 100%, man. I, I've had some people reach out to me on Twitter. Thanks, guys. And I told them, just give me a couple hours, and I will have everything in the pocket, ready to go. Um, I'm, I'm excited, man. So I, I'm i glad we're trying to, I'm trying to get this excitement out now. So during the NBA portion, I can just, you know, I can roll it and try to stay as focused as possible. It's all good. Um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotor Grinders links. That way you guys get access to all the awesome, cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. They got a ton of stuff going on over there right now. Um, excited to play some baseball over there for sure. They got their opening day. $15,000 home run. They're including all 14 games. You can stack six players from one team over there roster construction very different you don't have to play second basements you don't have to play shortstops you don't have to play catchers um you can load up on your outfield you can load up on your first base third base and which always means those second base shortstops and catchers are always pretty low owned so if there's a guy that you like in those positions you can take advantage of it i remember a couple times last year yasmani grandal made my lineup at like two percent owned hit three home runs one night and I, i cleaned up over there on fantasy draft so if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. They do have NBA up for today as well. A little bit smaller slate over there on um, Fantasy Draft. They only have a $3,000 pick and roll. They're really focusing on baseball here today. So um, baseball over there. Check them out. Give them a look. And um, I'm, I'm going to guess that basketball contest is going to feel pretty early. It's pretty small. So if you want to play basketball over there, make sure you check it out. Like I said, it is opening day. We are going to be talking basketball to the end of the regular season. If you want baseball premium stuff here at Roto-Grinders, make sure 
you go check out premium. It's way different than what you're going to get most places. We have a lot of stuff going on here. You got cheese is good each and every day, bringing down that million dollar musings, you know, giving out excellent information, gaining an edge with weather with Kevin Roth, the stacking ability within lineup HQ. If you haven't checked that out. So make sure you check all that stuff out. Uh, expert survey, all that great stuff. I'm on expert survey Monday through Thursday this season. I'm on salary savers for all sites Monday through Thursday. So if you want my baseball thoughts until basketball gets done, make sure you're checking out premium again on days that we don't have a lot of basketball games or we have some extra time. We're going to be talking some baseball at the end, but we're really going to be focusing on basketball. We have the playoffs. We're in the playoff stretch for basketball. You know, we don't want to leave our guys that have been with us all season for basketball in, in the dust here. So we're going to be focusing on basketball. Uh, Will, really quick, funny story. My wife is like, I have to work on Thursday. I'm like, you're working on my favorite holiday. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's opening day. She's like, oh my gosh, baseball is back. <laughs> so you know what? You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up, Stevie. Congratulations, my man. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I just wanted to clap it up. Caught it on Twitter. Uh so happy for you, Katie, man. This this is exciting. This is so exciting. I'm just gonna clap it up one more time. One more time. Yeah, man. I am I'm surely excited. Um, you know, I, I've I waited until that three month mark uh, to really I, start I, sharing I, I on did. social and our friends and family, oh, yeah. like our, our family knew and um we told everybody on my birthday. That's why I was kind of stressed out around my birthday time. So Excited to let everybody know it was, uh, it was a wedding baby. Um, super excited about that too. Um, yeah, yeah. Ha- happened right after the wedding. So, um, yeah. Let's get some basketball in here. We're going to start with my Orlando Magic. They're heading to Detroit here. It's a 206 and a half total. Detroit's fair by three and a half. Obama's still out. Detroit's good to go. Um, I'm biased. Magic are playing really, really good basketball right now. It's a tough matchup against Detroit. Is there anything that's standing out to you here for the Orlando Magic? Oh, man, Stevie, I, I wish I could play some Magic today. And I mean, I, I do think, I mean, for some reason, they're gonna they've they've basically given Michael Carter Williams the Isaiah Briscoe role, and and they're just gonna play him twenty minutes approximately. And uh, you know, he, he's got a little bit of upside. He's thirty five hundred. Don't hate it. Uh, Vooch is eighty five hundred. That's just too low uh, for this spot here. I, I think he's got he, – he's a very intriguing tournament play, and he will have very, very low ownership. Uh, I think I think he's just – I think he's a slam dunk tournament play. Um, this guy hasn't been as consistent recently. I mean, he's put up really nice games three out of the last four. Jonathan Isaac, 4,900, too cheap. I think you play him. Really, this whole team is too cheap. Um, I, I know that – this isn't a matchup. The pace isn't going to be what we're accustomed to with some of these other games. But Orlando wants to win. They're in the eighth seed now, you know, came back. Big game. And, 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 yeah, and beat Miami. They, they want to win. I, I I think I like the magic. I don't like the game, but but I like the prices on some of these magic. I think, I think they're tournament viable today for sure. Big game both ways here. You know, the Magic have, have moved into the eighth seed. Detroit's the seventh seed. You know, they both have the same amount of wins. They're both at 37. The Magic are half a game back in Detroit. Detroit's lost three straight games. The Magic have won six straight games. Like, yes. big game both ways. Um, I don't really like a lot here, you know, as far as this whole game goes, as much as I do think this is going to be a really solid game. I think if I'm looking at anybody, it's probably DJ Augustine. Um, you, you know, I think he's interesting a little bit. We know how good uh, Detroit or point guards have done against Detroit this season. DJ Augustine, 52 minute, 5,200, probably going to play right at 30 minutes. Um, yeah, Michael Carter-Williams is getting that Briscoe role, but they still want to play DJ. Like, they, they trust DJ. Michael Carter-Williams has been an excellent spark off the bench. I really do think they'll sign him for the rest of the year. Um, I'd be shocked if they don't. I'd be kind of mad if they don't. Um, looks like he's really happy. He's playing, and he's kind of accepted this 18- to 20-minute role. So, Vooch, uh, you know, you mentioned Vooch being pretty cheap here. He's gone for at least 47 fantasy points in four of the last five games against Detroit. Um, did 
earlier this season, his, the first game against Detroit, he went for 31, but he went for 47 and 48 in those other two games. So fantasy points wise, he's been really good against Detroit over the last year and a half. So um, certainly some upside, certainly some meat on the bone there. Um, it's just like this is going to be a good game, and I can't even like hate on anybody from Detroit, but I just don't really love anybody from Detroit. Yeah, me either. Um, you know, Detroit, they're, they're almost in the same situation. Like, Drummond's cheap. Blake is cheap. Uh, you know, Kennard is cheap. Ellington's cheap. It's, man, to be honest, Steve, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Because of the pricing on this game, this just screams game stack. And I, I don't, I don't like this game. It, it, but, but the prices, this, this just screams game stack to me. I mean, I really feel like you could get away with Vooch and Drummond, uh, and and, and kind of you know fill in a guy like a Jonathan Isaac, fill in a guy like Blake, you know, and, and kind of maneuver a few pieces, and you can have a little mini stack here. You know, you, you've got uh, like I t- talked about Canard and. I just think all these guys are really, really cheap. I think you can make a game stack, a mini game stack out of this. I think Vooch and Drummond are elite tournament plays today. And I know Vooch has been great, but Drummond at 8,600, I still think that's too cheap. Um, we're going to gonna have some value open up today, don't get me wrong. But Reggie Jackson at 4,500 is probably too cheap. Uh, I know he's been up and down. He's burned us. But the fact that, like, the game against Detroit, Denver the other night in Denver, the really close game, it was the last part of that West Coast swing for them. And they gave him 31 minutes in that close game. And I just think, like, if they're going to make a playoff push and they're they're going to want to try to win this game, they, they what, what they've been doing isn't working. They need to go back to what was working. And that was Reggie Jackson playing 30 minutes a night. So I don't want to sleep on Reggie Jackson at 45. Just it's pure price. Like, it's a guy, you know, 5,500, you know, 10 days ago um, or, you know, 15 days ago. Like, this is the cheapest price he's been in a long time. So, I think, you know, middle of March. So, I don't mind taking a shot on Reggie Jackson just considering, like, his price here. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. With you 100%. All right, Brooklyn at Philadelphia. Uh, no total on this one. Crab is out. Ennis is questionable. And um, Simmons is expected to play, but like Vegas was wanting to make sure like he was going to play before they put out a line is what I'm guessing why we don't have a line here. Um, what are we looking at here for Brooklyn? Yeah, um, they've kind of started pricing. Uh, they've priced up the Mari Carroll now to 4,700. So now, you know, you have to think about it a little more. When he was in that 3K range. I feel like he was a, he was a, a much better play. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. You know, now that we have a few got a few bodies down, you're starting to see his upside continue to creep. And now they're trying to make this playoff run. He's just been outstanding. 62, 51, 77, and 58 fantasy points last four games. Uh, doesn't get much better than that for 8,700. So I actually really like him here. I know they're on the road. Uh, but him and Digwitty are two guys that, that I always like when, when bodies are down. Uh, Joe Harris is another guy that's going to play big minutes. This should be a pretty high-scoring game both ways. So, uh, you know, and, and those are kind of the guys guys that I like. I'm not going to play Jared Dudley, you know, Karoops. I don't really, really want to touch those guys. Can't play Levert, but uh, but Dinwiddie uh, and, and D'Angelo Russell are kind, kind of my targets. I don't think I have a whole lot of interest in Jared Allen today. My assumption is just that he's going to be in foul trouble. And I could be wrong, but I think that's that's kind of my rationale for kind of crossing him out of my player pool. The only other guy that I want to mention here is, you know, they moved Carroll into the starting lineup the last two games. And the second team usage, like if you look at the second team right now, you know, for the Brooklyn Nets, they're using Ed Davis, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dudley Levert, and, um, you know, kind of letting Joe Harris go to a point and then bringing back Carroll. But we're starting to see, like, trends of – like all the second team like rebounds are, are going to Ed Davis. Um, when he was starting, he was competing with you know rebounds with D'Angelo Russell, who goes gets rebounds usually. Like he'll go get rebounds. You know, obviously Jared Allen to go get rebounds. Um, you know Joe Harris to go get rebounds. But like 
Ed Davis, if you look at the last two games that he's come off the bench, 15 and 14 rebounds. Oh, yeah. I don't like playing Ed Davis, and I don't like outthinking myself, but it's something that I notice in trends. You know, I always like to look when teams make starting lineup adjustments, what it's happening, and Davis is just a guy that's eating the rebounds right now, and he didn't play any <coughs> of that overtime run. So all those rebounds came in the regular – regular his 24 regular minutes. Um, if they're going to use him off the bench with no Allen Crabb here, I think Ed Davis is – a legit tournament option at 3,600. He's a guy that has the upside even in 20 minutes to 10 X his price. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this is like, I wish he was a little cheaper on FanDuel. He's kind of in that punt range. If I end up yeah. in that range, like I think he's playable over there as a punt, but I like the $3,600 price tag on DK. Yeah, Ed Davis won me a, a ton of money uh, last week on Thursday. Uh, I think it was. I mean, put up 37, I think, against the Lakers. And I think, yeah, I think it's something like that. So I, I'm all over Ed Davis, man. Um, you know, you, you get me excited with some Ed Davis talk. He's going to be trying, like, they're going to use, like, Boban and they're going to use Bolden and stuff. Like, they're they're going to use some size still. So, like, Ed Davis will have size to go up against and, like, I don't know if he gets if he could if they continue to give him like this 20 minute plus like they weren't giving that to him when he was like with the starters and stuff. But like <clears throat> if they're going to give him this little bit extra minutes, I think he's worth looking at um, Philadelphia. You know, obviously, like Embiid is a top option here. They're coming off of a loss against Orlando. They're coming off of a loss against Atlanta. They're back at home here, and Embiid gets a matchup with Brooklyn, who we love attacking with centers. Um you know, even the season, we look at the season numbers. They're allowing the second most fantasy points per game. We look at the last 15 games or fa- last 15 days or last 15 games. They're allowing the most fantasy points per game. So, Joel Embiid is a top option if you think this game is going to stay close. Um, I think he's just a top option in general here. Yeah, I mean, num- number one center player on the slate. Uh, no matter no matter the price. He just needs to be your number one. Uh, I mean, this is just a, an elite spot for him. Um, you know, we kind of talked about the other day, even talking about um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Nurkic, so sorry he got hurt. Um, but listen, it was an elite spot, and every every good center against, against Brooklyn and every bad center against Brooklyn is in an elite spot. So, uh, you just play Embiid if you can. If you can fit him in, I think that's where you go. Uh, I, and honestly, that's about the only guy I want to play from Brooklyn. I mean, from Philly. I, I, you know, I've got my my eye on a couple other games down the line here that, that I'm going to key in a little bit more. But I don't I don't think I'm willing to fade Joel Embiid today. Uh, he, he's just, he's really probably the number one player on the slate. And I don't think it's going to be that hard to fit him in. That's no. the thing. So. Dallas at Miami, 208 and a half total here. Miami favored by seven and a half. Um, you know, Tim Hardaway is still out. And then on the Miami side, we got some injury news we got to pay attention to here. Magruder's out. Richardson is questionable, and Winslow is questionable. Will, I talked I talked the other day about you know, if you're gonna play somebody from Miami, it was a big game, and Dwayne Wade gets up for big games. And I wish I would have played him more because not only did he get up, he had a fantastic game against Orlando and just wasn't able to do enough. Let's start with Dallas, though. Um, you know, Luca's Luca. It's a tough matchup against Miami. It's gonna be a pretty low, low total, slower game. Is there anything standing out to you here for Dallas? Um, not too much. It's just because because Tim Hardaway is out, man, they've kind of been doing some lineup shuffling. And I, I kind of mentioned this before, but they've been playing this Ryan Brokoff kid. He didn't do well the last game, but last game he played 30, 29 minutes against Sacramento. Um, you know, so if he's going to get 30 minutes, I, I, think, I think he's on my list. I'm not saying I'm going to play him, but, but, but I think he's on my list of potentials that I at least need to consider. Playing thirty minutes for thirty three hundred, uh, I, I just I think he needs to be on the list. Jalen Brunson, his price has come back down. 
So he hasn't been playing, you know, that 30-plus minute mark. But with the price coming back down, I, I really like that for him. Uh, he's a guy I'm looking at. I still got my eye on Trey Burke. Uh, he only played 18 minutes the last game, but now he's at least gotten some consistent minutes. He's pretty much putting up about a fantasy point a minute. So, you know, I'm just kind of waiting to pounce the next time they give Luka a day off. But that's about it, man. I, I don't really want to play anybody from uh, from Dallas. I just kind of want to bring up some of those value plays. Yeah, you know, Brokoff is very, very interesting on FanDuel. Um, 3,500 playing that type of minutes from a potential punt play. Um, it's going to be hard to find $3,500 $3, players that are playing 25-plus minutes. So very, very potential punt. And he's just going to shoot threes. That's all he's going to do. That's that's what he does. Like, you're not going to get a 10-assist game or a 10-rebound game. He's just going to go out there and shoot threes. So if he gets hot... You know, the upside's there, but really like him as a potential punt play on FanDuel, probably more than I like him on DraftKings, but I like that call. Um, Miami side of things. Obviously, if Richardson and Winslow are out, there's, like, I know... <coughs> man, I have, like, something, like, stuck in my throat. I know Dwayne Wade's price has come up now to 5800 but if, if, if Richardson and Winslow join Magruder on the bench here, it's going to be really hard not to play Goran Dragic and Dwayne Wade in this spot. I know it's not the best matchup in the world, but we're getting into the point where it's the time of the season where playoffs matter for these teams, and Miami's in the playoff hunt. These guys are too cheap uh, for these other guys to sit. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think this would be a pretty easy spot for Miami. Um, Dallas – has really not played well on the road. They they, they really have not. So, um, you know, if, if those two guys sit, like you said, you know, I, I'll be looking at Dion Waiters, Wade, and, and Drogic for sure. I mean, they're, they're, I, I don't think there, there will be a way to try to avoid those guys. I think those will be all players that you have to strongly consider, especially on DK at these prices. Uh, Kelly Olenek's price is coming back down, but so are the minutes. Um, and so, you know, his, his minutes just aren't stable again. So we'll see what happens with that. Now James Johnson's playing 20 minutes a game. Uh, you know, Derek Jones Jr. has been playing about 25 minutes uh, because Winslow has been out. So we'll see. I, I think Bam's still in play at 5,800 because, you know, if he gets 30 minutes, I just I think he's in play. And so I think he's another guy you need to consider in this spot. Yeah, don't hate that. Don't hate Derek Jones Jr. on FanDuel as well. He's under 4K, small forward, punt play. Really getting into this whole, like, you know, FanDuel punt thing. I think it's it's, it's kind of fun. Um, yes. I, I've been playing a little bit more NBA on FanDuel. Still hate the prize structure on a lot of the tournaments over there, but I do like uh, messing around with punt plays. It's fun. New York, Toronto. It's in New York. Toronto's at New York. It's a 217 total. Toronto's favored by 12. Kawhi Leonard is out. Kevin Knox is questionable. Um, Nikola Takina is out. DSJ is questionable. Vonley is out. And uh, Trier is out. Uh, let's start with Toronto. No Kawhi Leonard, Will. What do we do with no Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> well, Lowry, it was Ibaka and Siakam. But now Ibaka's moved to the bench. Uh, maybe Ibaka still plays today. Maybe he does not. But I, man, I'm really not interested in Toronto here. Like that, I, I don't. I don't like predicting blowouts, and you know that. But they should just absolutely pummel the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are just—they're on their way. They've given up. But I, honestly, I almost feel like if 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 I decide to play the Toronto Raptors today, I feel like I need Kyle Lowry to sit as well, and then I'll feel a lot better about firing up Van Vliet. You know, firing up Powell, you know, OG if he plays. I know OG was questionable. Um, you know, just just fire up Ibaka. I think I feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, Siakam is probably going to smash regardless. So I feel, I feel okay playing him. It's just he only played 21 minutes against Chicago. That, that's my fear against the, the Knicks, who are a lot worse than the Chicago Bulls. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at with Toronto. I feel like I need Lowry to sit as well for me to get on board with a few more of these players. I feel like they gave Siakam his little bit of rest against Chicago, and he's going to come out and crush this game. He's probably my favorite player from the Toronto Raptors, followed by considering Price, Van Vliet, 
Um, I, I don't want to go crazy. I'm with you. I don't want to go crazy here. Um, but Chicago was able to keep that game close enough, and Toronto was still very careful. So got to remember that, too. Toronto Raptors are in a really good spot right now. They're, they're five games up on the 76ers. Doesn't look like they're going to catch, catch the Bucks. So they're going to be very careful down the stretch. Um, so anyway, um, I want to attack something here. Right now, it's probably going to be Siakam because I do think I'll be able to fit him in. But I don't hate looking at like a Norman Powell here for what it's worth at thirty oh, yeah. six hundred. For sure. Um, yeah, on the Knicks like side that. of things, <laughs> the Knicks. Oh, buddy, the New York Knicks. Um, hey, Dotson played forty four minutes the other night. I think that's a yes, record for Fizdale. Um, if we get news that DSJ sits, um, if, if Kevin Knox is out too, I think we're probably going to look potentially at playing a couple of these Knicks, and it pains me to say that. Yeah, I mean, so here's the deal. This is basically Chicago Bulls 3.0. So we, we've now played the Bulls two days in a row as far as their value, and it's worked out because, you know, they've got certain guys playing upper 30, certain guys playing about 40, and it's pretty much the same situation with the Knicks. Neil Akeem is probably going to be out. Trier is probably going to be out. They don't have a reason to play DSJ. So that leaves us with Moutier, Kadeem Allen, you know, John Jacobs, Dotson. These guys are going to play big minutes. And the question is, can they get enough done in the time that they're on the court between the real game and the garbage game? And if you think the answer is yes, then I think a guy like Moutier is going to play 35 minutes and has put up 45 and 37 fantasy points the past two games, I think you need to be looking at him. A guy like Dotson at 5,500 that's played 44 and 36 minutes back-to-back, -back, 44, 36, and 37 back-to-back -back in three games consecutively. Uh, uh, yeah, consecutively. Yeah, I said that right. Uh, I think you need to consider him, and, and that's kind of where I'm at with the Knicks. If Kevin Knox sits, my goodness, Hizonia, Dotson, uh, Moody, these three guys – are going to have to play 35 plus minutes no matter what. So I I think the Knicks are in play. The only downfall is they're a lot more expensive than the Bulls were. That that's the drawback. But as far yeah. as the minutes, those three guys are going to get minutes, all three of them. Yeah, like if if Knox ends up sitting, like you know that obviously makes a huge difference uh because like Outside of the Clippers game, like Knox, the last five games, 18, 33, 46, 27, 37 minutes. So we're probably averaging about 33 minutes, if I if my math is quick right there. So that's 33 minutes to go around. And, and as much as Fisdale has spread it out, like that's extra minutes for Mario Hazonia. That might actually lead to extra minutes for Mitchell Robinson. Um, it'd be really interesting to see how they approach this because if Knox is out, do they start Robinson with DeAndre Jordan with, with Siakam oh, and Gasol? They'll start Lance Thomas, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Guaranteed they'll start crappy Lance, Lance Thomas. Oh, Lance Thomas is still in our lives. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of plays here from the Knicks. If we get news that Knox and DSJ are out, a um, lot of minutes to be available there for the Knicks. Clippers at the Bucks. We have a 232.5 total here. Milwaukee's favored by nine. Patrick Beverly's questionable. Brogdon and Miritic and Snell are all still out on the Bucks side of things. Let's start with the Clippers. What are we looking at here for LA? Yeah, uh, I think SGA, if Beverly says SGA, he will be like one of the Knicks. He's already playing upper 30s now most games. Uh, I think you'll have to fire him up. Lou Williams, man, I, I would love to play him. I, I just I don't like that price for Lou. I mean, he he should still have a phenomenal game against Milwaukee, but I I, I don't like seventy five hundred. I want to play him, but I just I can't uh, at that price. Garrett Temple, if if Shamit sits, I think Garrett Temple will get thirty minutes again. Uh, he played thirty two minutes against Minnesota, put up thirty fantasy points. He's four K. I think he would be in play if if Shamit sits and he's going to get thirty minutes. Um, but that's about it. I, I don't like Gallinari as much as this part. I think he'll be fine. Uh, Harold at 6,700. 
Uh, it's just okay. I, I, I don't like Harold's much here. And then, uh, of course, Ivaka, Ivika Zubak, he's just not playing at all. He's playing 20 minutes a game, but I, I, I don't – that's not enough for me in this spot. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at, man. I think my favorite play right now is actually SGA. Yeah, SGA, if if Patrick Beverly sits. Um, I, I don't mind Lou Harrell, but Gallinari is a pretty safe cash game play. Uh, if you want to play Gallinari in cash, I think he has a pretty high floor here. Um, on the Milwaukee side, like, this team's healthy. I, I hate playing this team when they're healthy. It just – Giannis hasn't had, like, that blow-up game. I know he had a couple big games uh, against Philadelphia and Miami in the middle of March, but – you know, even they handled that Houston game so easily the other night. And I say easily because if you watch that game, Milwaukee dominated um, Houston in that game. I watched a lot of that game. And, like, Giannis is doing stuff uh, on the floor, and it's just, like, he's not taking, like, 25 shots a night. He's taking, like, 15. And Giannis is going to be one of my favorite plays when playoff basketball comes because he's going to be doing so much in, for this team. But... 11-2 is a tough ask for me to play Giannis in this spot, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't think it's necessary, especially when you've got MB, you know, a, a whole lot cheaper at 10-4, which, I mean, I know it's like 800 bucks, but still, that's almost 1000 I, I think MB's to play anyway, so, yeah, no, no need to run, run Giannis out there today. Well, it's not even that. Like, you have James Harden. Almost same price. Um, you know, we haven't talked about Jokic in the next game. He's ninety seven hundred. You know, you mentioned Embiid. I, I just have a tough time paying for Giannis today. Is there anything else? Like, is there anything from the Bucks that you want to attack here? Is it? Oh well, I, I will say this: the Clippers play at a pretty nice pace. Uh, you, you've got these two guards, Connaughton and Sterling Brown, that are going to be playing minutes. Sterling Brown put up 30 against Houston, and Snell is still out. So I I, I think between Connaughton and, and Sterling Brown, that's really probably where you need to get your, your, your bucks exposure if you're thinking about running any bucks. Like, these guys are going to play minutes. They're young. You know, it's, it's more of an incentive for the coach to play them right now, getting them some extra run before the playoffs. I think Connington and Brown are value plays on this slate. I like them both. Yeah, I do like the Connington call. He was certainly somebody I was looking at here. Um, didn't even realize Brown did that the other night, and I watched a lot of that game. And I, I, he was hitting shots in that game, but I, I didn't realize he had 11 rebounds. Like that's just something you're not gonna like realize when you're watching the game. Is like Sterling Brown had 11 rebounds in that game. Mm -hmm. I don't want to overreact to Sterling Brown getting 11 rebounds. Um, well, yeah, it's not the rebounds. For me, it's just the minutes, and I know Tony Snell is out. He's going to play. Yeah, 20. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you take if you take half those re rebounds away, he's, like, right at 20 fantasy points at 3,700. Like, I get it. I just I don't want to overreact to him having 30 fantasy points the other night because he had 11 rebounds. I got you. That's all. He averages three rebounds a game. Uh, I just want to be realistic on that. I'm just saying, like, I like the call because I did not realize he played 26 minutes and he started for Snell. And this is the pace game. Like, if we're looking at just over-unders on this slate, it's obviously one of the highest that we have. Yes. Denver at Houston, 218 total. Houston fair by four and a half. Um Eric Gordon is probable for Reed is out and Gerald Green is out. I think there's one more thing. I think um, Malik Beasley is questionable as well. Um, let's start with Denver. What are we looking at here for the Denver Nuggets? Oh, man. Jokic is under 10K. I, I, I don't like this game, though, Stevie. I just. Man. Good game. Not <laughs> Yeah, it's a good <laughs> real life game, but fantasy. I mean, Will Barton is five K. Like, he will probably be my favorite play from this game at his price, just because Gary Harris. Like I said, I've talked about this enough, but I, I just feel like Harris has just been out of rhythm all year because of that injury. So, um, I, I'm just not interested in playing anyone from this game. The prices are just right or a little bit too much, and 
So I'm just I'm kind of off of him. I wish Monty Morris was playing 25 minutes on the head. I still don't mind him at 3700 because he's got some upside, but I'm not gonna really be playing anymore from Denver. Well, the only other thing that I want to mention here, like realistically for the Gary Harris thing, like he had two really good games against Washington, New York, and then he went to Indy and played Detroit, like two slower paced teams. Um, Gary Harris is somebody I had written down just considering his price, but I don't disagree with you. He is not the Gary Harris we played and loved last year. Um so yeah, there's something that's going on there, but I do want to note like in that game against Detroit that was really close. He played 36 minutes. So if he's going to get that type of run, the shot the shot, you know, in a matchup against Houston's going to be a much different than a matchup against the Pacers and and the Pistons. So that's all. That's all. Just want to say 4200 for a guy that can go for 25 plus. We don't need him to go for 40. Right. <laughs> um Houston side of things, like obviously, like this is a really good spot for Harden. Um, you know, I think he's firmly in play here, but I honestly, I really don't hate Chris Paul in this spot either. Yeah, man, 7K going against Jamal Murray. I, I, I like Paul today, I, I really do. Um, you know, and and we know that the the usage is in a high concentration between him and Harden. They, you know, they've got the two highest usage rates on this team. Uh, I'm expecting them both to have good games. Uh, I think that's about it. I don't, I don't hate Capella. We know that Farid is out. Um, so I don't hate Capella here, but I don't think he's necessary, but, but Harden and, uh, and Chris Paul, uh, you know, those are the guys. I think those are the guys you play and and expect to get a nice return from them. All right. Um, don't really have much to add there. Let's move on. We got Sacramento at New Orleans. Uh, no total in this one. Giles is questionable. Drew is out. Frank Jackson uh, banged up the other night in that game. Yeah, concussion. He's already ruled out. And then um, Etoine Moore is still out. So Anthony Davis expected to play. Elf Payton is probable. Let's start with Sacramento. Um, should be a very fast uh, type of game here for Sacramento. What are we looking at here on the Kings? Man, this is the game I was waiting on. Uh, this is really the only game I'm really interested in completely from a fantasy perspective. Uh, you know, th- this whole team, man, I-, I-, I like this whole team. I'm actually hoping that 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 uh, Giles sits out again. Like, I- I- I'd rather him sit out so I know what to expect off of this bench. I like De'Aaron Fox at 76. I like Buddy at 7K. Bogdan, his minutes are, 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 you know, back up again. And so is his fantasy production. Direct correlation. Played 30 minutes against the Lakers, 30 and a half fantasy points. Played 29 against Dallas, 28.75 fantasy points. He's. I, I'm looking at him. He's on my list. Match up with New Orleans. Please, uh, Harry Giles, I, I really like you as a player, man. But if you're not healthy, just sit out one more game for us. Uh, I, I – I, I like Buddy, like I said, 7,100. This is his type of game. Playing his old team uh, could easily put up 40 fantasy points here. Bagley. 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, you, you kind of guessed who one of my favorite plays is today. That, that's- yeah, 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 I'll take it. And, and, and listen, I love Marvin Bagley again as well. Only played 24 minutes against Dallas, but I'm not worried about that. Uh, he had been, you know, around 30 the two games prior. Uh, I think he's past that, uh, the, the the injury. I think it was his knee that, that was kind of holding him back. So now I think he's ready to go. If he can get 30 minutes in this game, that's another 40 to 50 fantasy points. Um, really like him. And that's just kind of where I'm at. I don't want to play Kali Stein. He, he's usually a guy I look at. And he has paid off the price tag uh, the past two games. Uh, but, but I'm just more interested in guys that have the upside in this spot, man. So Bagley, Fox. Uh, Bogdan, Buddy Hill, th- those four guys I'm really looking at. I want to play some Bielitsa. I feel like I don't need to get off the train just yet. Um, so so he's a guy I would sprinkle in strictly for tournaments, um, strictly for tournaments. But uh, these other guys, man, I, I love them. I'm going to try to get them in my lineup. So I love looking at recent trends, especially when you have a team that dealing with injuries that have kind of given up on the season. Um, you look at the last 15 games, the Pelicans are allowing the most fantasy points per game to opposing shooting guards. So love Buddy Heald here. Um, 
they they're allowing a high rate on, on threes, the most three pointers made in that span. Like, you know, they're 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 turning the ball over to shooting guards. So Drew out makes a huge difference defensively for the Pelicans. So Buddy Heald, seventy one hundred. Don't care what he's done against this team this season. Not the same team. Absolutely love him in this spot. Um, one of my top overall plays. You're going to find him in a section here on the morning grind game in a few minutes. But love Buddy Heald today. Um, really don't have anything else that I did. Like, I have nothing that I'm disagreeing with you on here. Um, pretty much everything that you said, I want to, you know, just say perfectly okay. Going over to the Pelican side of things. Um, I think the biggest question mark for the Pelicans today, for me at least, is what do we do with Christian Wood knowing that Anthony Davis is going to play? The dude was stellar the other night. Six blocks, three steals, nine rebounds, 23 points. Like Even if you take away the steals and the blocks, he had a really phenomenal game. Granted, he played 32 minutes, and he hasn't been playing hardly anything, but after that performance the other night, do they give him run? Even with Davis back, just kind of like, hey, what does this guy really have kind of thing? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out, man. Um, You know, does he get 25 minutes in this game? I'm really not sure. But what I will say is this. He's now been priced up to a little bit more than Jaleel Okafor and a little bit less than Sheik Diallo. And Sheik played about 20 minutes. Would play 30 minutes, and Anthony Davis didn't play at all. I I don't think I can pull the trigger on Christian Wood at 4100. Now, unless I get some news, and I could be wrong, man, because it's the end of the season, and, and so you know my predictive analysis outside of the Charlotte Hornets, uh, I, I don't want to say it's, it's going to be inaccurate, but I just I don't have the inside scoop, so I don't I don't know. Um, I, I legitimately don't know, but I know if AD plays, I don't think Christian Wood gets to 30 minutes. I think I think his ceiling is 25 minutes if AD plays. And in this matchup, that, that's that's probably enough. But um so yeah, that that that's where I'm at. But as far as uh the New Orleans Pelicans are concerned, I'm gonna go right back to the well on Elf. Um I'm just gonna play don't him again. Do it. I'm just going to play him. It's Listen, Will, 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 I played Elf the other night. I watched some of that game. He's not 100%. Like, that that hand thing, whatever he's dealing with with his hand, like, I think he's hurt. I don't think he should be playing at all. But I, I don't know if he's in a contract here or what's going on. But, like, you know, obviously he's trying to ball out. But I, I'm just saying I love Elf Payton. I would play him 100% in this spot if he was 100% playing 35 minutes. Could it come back and burn me? You might make all the money. I might not. All I wanted, to, uh, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just saying, like, I watched that game, and it legit looked like whatever he's dealing with with that hand is is, is a real thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I. So here's the thing. Frank Jackson is out. Somebody Ian freaking Clark. No, Ian freaking Clark. Ian Clark or, or Stanley Johnson or both. They're going to have to play. Ian Clark is going to play 30 freaking minutes tonight. This is March NBA DFS. Like, Ian Clark is a legit option. It's a terrible option. It's not going to pay off. And then he's going to play 30 minutes and, you know, be one of the highest scoring point per dollar point guards. Yeah, I mean, but he should play. Like, if we were were ever going to play Ian Clark, you play him today against Sacramento, not the next game against Utah. Which I don't even think they're playing Utah, but that that was just an, as an example. But uh, I mean, Clark and Stanley Johnson are going to play minutes today. It's just it's just which one is going to play thirty or thirty plus because Frank Jackson was playing about thirty five, and which one is going to play like twenty minutes? I, I guess we're I guess I guess we're thinking Ian Clark's going to be the one that plays thirty minutes. You know, especially think, if you're on the same. Like, if you're on the same route or, like, mind thought as me, thinking, like, Elf Payton is not 100%, like, Ian Clark is very much in play today. And, and, like and Ian Clark can't get hot from three. I mean, he, he can hit six or seven of them in this game. And <laughs> seriously. and, and, and I know, Listen, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. I just – I'm glad people can't see me shaking my head uh, as we consider playing Ian Clark <laughs> and, and realize that it's the end of March. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like Bertans oh, could get minutes yeah. too, right? Like, you know, like um Bertans's brother that they brought from overseas. Um he's been yeah. playing like twelve to fifteen minutes a night. Like he could get some extra minutes here too. Yeah, Darius. Uh not playing him, I'm just saying like minutes wise, like Yeah. Just it's opening day, man. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just really quick, like I don't think Anthony Davis is the worst tournament play on the slate. Like, oh no, 6900. No. Yeah. If you just consider the raw type of points that he could get here, even in twenty-one minutes, that's seven k. Honestly, AD is probably one of the best tournament plays if if he plays, and let's hope that that he plays. Uh, he's going to be a good play, I think. Last game on the slate, Cleveland at San Antonio. Yes, this game stinks. Uh, 218 total. Cleveland has Del Dova out. San Antonio is good to go. Would not be shocked if San Antonio rests people here. Um, what are we looking at here on, on Cleveland? Oh, man. Um, not much. I mean, nothing. Con- okay, I agree. Um, it, what realistically, we have so many good plays, even on an eight game slate. There's nothing in this game that stands out to me. I'm not playing LaMarcus. I'm not playing DeRozan. I'm not playing Kevin Love. As much as I've been playing Kevin Love and how much I love playing Kevin Love when he has all this usage, uh, this game stinks. Unless people start getting ruled out, Like this is a game I'm just going to be like, all right, hopefully I'm winning tournaments and this game doesn't like burn me. Yep. I'm with you 100%. With you 100%. No, I, like... You know, we could sit here for 10 minutes or five minutes and like talk about guys you could potentially play from both of these teams, but or why? We could, or we could do the morning grind game and talk five minutes about baseball. It's your choice. Five. <laughs> yeah, you laugh because you said five minutes. Um, favorite over or under, Will? Who you got? Uh, man, sack New Orleans, man. I, whatever it comes out of that, I'm taking the over. It's going over. All right. I'm going to take the over in the Detroit-Orlando game. I've been taking the Orlando under a lot this season. They're playing really good right now, and 206.5 seems really low. Um, Under 5K to 7X, who's your cheap guy today? Sure, it's somebody from um, the Spurs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had uh, to. So honestly, I, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and, and take one of the guys we just talked about. I think I'm going to have to go with Ian Clark going against Sacramento. Probably getting 30 minutes. Let, let's take Ian Clark. Folks, you know it's at the end of March when Ian Clark and Ed Davis are our favorite value potential 7X plays. Ed Davis is my guy. If if they continue to do what they're doing and I don't see why they would stop doing what they're doing with Carroll starting and Ed Davis coming off the bench, they're using his size against backup centers. Philly plays big backup centers like Ed Davis. Let's make some money, Davis. Let's make some money. Um, Over eight K not to five X. Who's your guy? Oh man. Give me Mr. Jokic. Friends don't let friends play Jokic. <laughs> I'm gonna take Giannis. Um, I, I think Giannis has a good game. I think Giannis probably gets really close to 5x, but I think Giannis could also be under 5x um, and have a good game and still win the game. So Giannis is gonna be my guy. The Bucks are just so good. Like you know, they're they're getting into the point where they're like we could talk about them like Golden State. I know they don't have Durant and Curry and Draymond and all those guys. But Middleton and Bledsoe and Giannis, like that is a really good core. Um, so favorite 6X, I think everybody knows who mine is already, but who you got? Man, going once, going twice. I think I, I was debating this one, man. <laughs> this, one, this one was tough because they're both they're both the same about the same price. I'll take Verlander for six X. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, I actually think I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox, man. Um, I, I really like this Sacramento New Orleans game. I'm going to kind of stay there. My other guy was Pascal Siakam, just so everybody knows. 
I, uh, it, that was that was a tough one. You know what? Give me Siakam, man. Give me Siakam against the Knicks because he should crush these guys. Just, just give me Siakam. Pass for Siakam. I'll take Yasiel Puig for 6X. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 Dying over here. Um, Buddy Heald um, is my guy. I think it was pretty clear who um, I was going to take there. Uh, just got an alert that, man, Devin Booker dropped 50-plus points again. Um, yeah, youngest player with consecutive 50-point games. That's yeah, and I played, falling out. I played, Thomas I played. Bryant had a huge second half for anybody that played him. Yeah, Dude, and, I might – remember how we were talking before the, the show about my basketball team? Like, Booker ended up with 78, Aiton got to 32, and Bryant got to 52. Oh my gosh! Making just... making some dollars here, Will. Making a little bit of few dollars. Uh, like making some few dollars. All the jelly beans. Man, I'm kicking myself here on this FanDuel slate today. I just if uh, Cantor and Lillard did anything today, like I would have had a massive day. That, yeah. that is just basketball. It is what it is. It's it opening. Is. It is opening day. Let's talk a, let, a few minutes here on baseball. I'm not going to spend a ton of time. We are going to talk baseball on days that we don't have a ton of stuff going on. Eight-game basketball slate. We're right at uh, you know the number that we're usually at podcast-wise. We're like right at an hour. So a few quick thoughts here. Um, obviously, if you haven't um, played MLB baseball before, there's a couple things that I do want to point out to you. Make sure you're checking the weather. Uh, that can make – Huge impacts. Um, you know, that's something you got to pay attention to. If you go to Rotor Grinders, right up there at the top of the page, uh, MLB weather, Kevin Roth, just a- above average. <laughs> like, he is just, he's the GOAT. Uh, we do have a couple games that we're kind of watching here. The White Sox game and the, the White Sox and Royals game and the LA and Oakland game are something that we got to kind of pay attention to. Second thing you got to pay attention to is lineups. Um, we have projected lineups on RG. As soon as the lineups come out, those lineups will change to the actual lineups are. Well, and why I say pay attention to lineups is because you'll see from time to time like great value plays at the top of the order um, that you probably didn't were even considering, and that's going to happen more towards the middle of the year but it is opening day like we have no idea even though we have projected lineups up we have no idea what we're going to be looking at um just as a whole here um so i'm not a vegas person when it comes to baseball i hardly ever look at vegas for baseball um and i love splits i dig into baseball more than i dig into any other sport it takes me three to four hours a day uh to do baseball so I love baseball and I don't mind looking at the numbers. Um, but yeah, if you haven't played baseball before, make sure you check weather, make sure you check lineups and um, yeah, baseball's fun, man. Uh, Will opening day is upon us. It has been, if it, it feels like it's been forever since my Boston Red Sox won the world series and I have my Boston Red Sox hat <laughs> on. Uh, but just so you guys remember the Red Sox did win the world series last season, just in case you forgot. Um, Will, when you're looking at opening day, uh, you know, if we're playing on FanDuel or playing the full slate, you know, we have DraftKings where they have the split slates and Fantasy Draft that has the full day slate. You know, we have Scherzer, we have DeGrom, we have Verlander. Like, how are you classifying those three guys? Um, I know me and you are like one to three lineup guys. I'm like one to ten lineups on opening day, though. I'm, I'm mixing it all up. Yeah, and I'm only going to have one today for sure. Um, I think for me, man, it's something we kind of talked about earlier. Like I, I think, I think Scherzer's going to be amazing. I think Degrom's going to be amazing. But you know, one of the things we talked about, you, you know, pre-show is just what Verlander's done preseason, and uh, you know, his last start being able to get up to ninety-six pitches. It was ninety-six, right? Is that what it was? Ninety-two it was 90. or ninety-six? Ninety-two. Yeah. Either way, he was in the ninety. Degrom threw ninety-six, and I think Scherzer or Verlander threw ninety-two. Yeah. So. We've got that, at, but but the, the 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 tiebreaker is you know we look at this lineup that and Verlander just being a such an elite hitting environment in a, going against Tampa Bay. Um, I'm not saying that you know last year's strikeout numbers are going to reflect this year's strikeout numbers, 
But I, I, as of right now, this is just – you look up and down this lineup, nobody on this team has any patience outside of maybe Austin Meadows and Joey Wendell. And I'm not worried about either one of those guys. So uh, I, I think Verlander is for sure the cash game play, and, and I also think he's a tournament play as well. Um, you know, I don't feel like – because the weather isn't out of control right now, I really don't feel like I need to stretch and spend up on a team. You know, Colorado's in Miami. Uh, so, you know, I, I just don't think I need to stretch it. So I think tomorrow, I, I think for opening day, I think you make sure you nail your pitcher, whoever that guy is. I think you make sure you nail your pitcher and, and let's try to really go home run hunting and, and hitting hunting and really looking at batting profiles. Not that you don't look at those every day, but, you know, it's it's going to be 40 – well, it's 49 right now, but it, it should be pretty cool at the Yankee Stadium. should be pretty cool in most games, um, you know, and, and the best hitting environment is, is uh, there in Milwaukee, in my opinion, on this slate. But they have two pretty good pitchers going. So I, I think you nail your pitcher, and, and I think you go home run hunting and try to really nail your, your, uh, your batting profiles tomorrow, and I think we'll be in good shape. Ballparks matter. Another thing that you know you got to kind of pay attention to. Some ballparks really good for pitchers. Some real ballparks really good for hitters. Um, matters a lot more in the summertime when it starts getting warm and the balls are flying in like Philadelphia and Cincinnati. Oh, balls man. are always flying in cores. Um, you know, just looking at this slate, like you know, we we talked Verlander, we talked Degrom, we talked Scherzer. Like Verlander and Degrom uh, are just phenomenal plays. Scherzer just has an amazing ceiling every time he takes the the you know the mound. Scherzer's getting up there in age a little bit more than Degrom, you know, and even Verlander is getting up there in age. So like in tournaments, if you're playing multi entries, mix those three. There's there's no right answer. Um, in cash, you you take Verlander. I think I'm with you there. Pitching in a better pitching environment and on DraftKings on the main slate, like. Verlander's the stud um, that you're probably paying up for because Scherzer and DeGrom are not on that slate. So you could be different in tournaments if you want, but. I do have one sneaky tournament pitcher, though, that I don't think anybody's going to play. I, I think Tanaka's in, heavily in play for tournaments. Just, just mark that my Baltimore words. lineup's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't hate mark that at words. all. Like, I, 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 he, He's somebody on my, t- my tournament list, like. If I really want to like spin down, if I'm feeling like I want to squeeze in like a couple extra big bats, like he's somebody I've got I've got circled on my list tomorrow. Not saying I'm going to get there, and I say I'm going to have to get there, but he's he's on my list. Yeah, like I'm super uh, I'm super considering him is my SP two uh, on DK in that early slate. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. He he fits the build really easily. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, su- I'm really considering him over there as my SP two. I think, um, a guy that might fly under the radar too is Stroman. He had a really, really good spring. Um, he's really, really cheap. Eric Lauer's cheap. He's one of the, the cheaper options that a lot of people are talking about. Um, you know, Barrios against that Cleveland lineup, you know, it really depends what that Cleveland lineup looks like. You, you're going to have to kind of adjust to how that lineup looks like, but you know, it looks like um, um, Lindor and um, Kipnis are both going to be out, and Ramirez is still kind of questionable. They think he's going to be in the lineup, but if Ramirez is at, out of that lineup too, like Barrios just becomes an absolute stud play. Um, so you just going to have to pay attention to lineups. Um, I don't want to weigh umpires this early in the season. I want to see, like, I, I want 30, 30 days to 60 days before I start looking at umpire data. Um, baseball's here i'm so excited you know we we talked about some of our favorite stacks the other day we've done a lot more research is there anything that like maybe one guy give me give me maybe a couple guys that you that are on your radar for like hitters wise so this is this one this is a sneaky one here okay morning grind game i think this year is going to feature three home runs give me three home runs good uh here's one that i don't think anybody's on and I, I I think I think this guy could could slam one out of here because it's against one of the better better pitchers. I think Brandon Nemo could get a hold of, of Max Scherzer today. 
I, I really do. Um, he he's shown that you know he he can really hit hit the ball out of the park. I, I think it's opening day, leading off. Scherzer's going to give him one right down the middle. So he's a guy. He's a guy I've got got my finger on. Um, as far as guys that that we feel like are kind of in the mix, or guys that that I really like, uh, uh, Smoke is another one from from uh, from from the Toronto Blue Jays. He's a he's a guy I really like. And then last but not least, I kind of talked about this hitting environment uh, in, in Milwaukee. I think I, I'm, I'm going to give you a two for here. I think Carpenter and Goldsmith get a hold of Chassine. I really do. Um, and and th- those are kind of – so I guess that's more like four home runs. But I, I, I'm expecting those guys to take him yard in this game. I think my chalky home run today is Mike Trout. Um, I, I think Mike Trout – Mike Trout probably hits a home run. Bryce Harper probably hits a home run if you want to go chalky, high expensive. Um, my other two guys are Randall Grichik and Jungyo Kong um, from Pittsburgh. Those are my two cheap, stellar home run tournament plays. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Uh, want more baseball stuff? Make sure you check out Roto Grinders Premium. Ton of baseball stuff going on on Fantasy Draft, DraftKings, FanDuel, everything going on. Um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here for today? Nah, man. Have fun out there, guys. Enjoy yourself, and uh, let's 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 take some tournament dollars down. Good luck, everyone. Crack a beer, watch some baseball, enjoy the fact that baseball is back, and um, we'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.